Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Bigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp of the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Cotillo Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Cotillo. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Cotillo. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant as uh, Super Bowl 58 has now been determined. We watched uh, two championship games this Sunday that did not include the Miami Dolphins, and when it was all settled and the dust was uh, completely dispersed, the Kansas City Chiefs, We'll be taking on the San Francisco 49ers. And that's what was what was behind curtain number three. All right, so Kansas City beats Baltimore 17-10. San Francisco comes back to beat Detroit 34-31. And uh, you look at it, I guess, from the perspective uh, that two huge plays Determine this. Zay Flowers, of course, fumbling on the one-yard line, maybe closer, changes that. And then, of course, Dan Campbell and his decision not to kick the field goal to go back up three scores. uh, And the momentum of that game completely changes. And so um, I think everybody is just left basically perplexed. And, uh, you know, Rich, my reaction is, you know, when the San Francisco 49ers are now taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, is just, uh. so, you know, I don't know if uh, many people don't realize that, uh, yeah, I mean, many people don't realize that Rich is a, a thorough Swifty, so other than you oh, yeah. uh, being excited with this, um, I don't know, Rich. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have uh, so much we have to go over. Yeah, it's aggravating. I didn't really like any of the teams left, but what I took from the second game was I think if Detroit got there, it would have been such a lousy game. I think the Chiefs would have destroyed them, you know. I don't they they match up against them, and I think they would have been over their head in that game. So I think we just avoided – probably the worst Super Bowl you've ever seen in your life. 
It wouldn't be the Swifty show. That's all oh, you would say. Oh, I, I've seen some pretty <laughs> bad ones, pal. I don't even think it would be in the top ten of some of the Super Bowls that I've seen. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've, we've we've sat through some doozies. There's no question, you know. Yeah. I mean, that, I yeah, listen, obviously, that's something that we will never know, so it doesn't even pay the debate yeah. because we'll never no. really know the answer to that. No. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you want to start there. I guess we'll start there. It's the later game. Um, but, you know, I, I will give Detroit credit for this, Richie. You know, it's tough to say that in the sense that, you know, they did take care of business um, and then go on the road to a tough place and come out like barn burrs. So they were up for that moment, that's for sure. And they went up 17 yeah, nothing. So, you know, they came out of the they gate. They, they were ready to play. Dead. They had, they had them, them dead. dead. And if, you look, if you looked at their the, the mannerism of the Niners, they were a beaten team. And, and you know when you it know, changed. And I, don't, I don't often, you know, uh, listen, play calls happen, this and that. But, you know, and I hate to keep trampling on it, but I, I say it was livid then. That is a horrible call. You absolutely oh, have to kick that field goal. And it's not, e- it's not even, um, you know, people say, well, that's how it was aggressive. It's not even an aggressive play call. You came no. out 17 nothing up. They came out and they scored a field goal. And now you come back, you match that field goal, is a home run. You're basically going yes. back to the halftime score, and you basically ate up the entire third quarter. Yeah. I mean, it's a home run. run. You know, yeah. you get a touchdown, yeah, it's a grand slam, but you don't need that. There's no reason for that. And even and if I, you get the first down, there's no guarantee you're getting in the end zone no. anyway. It's not like, you know, you're, you're still a long way away from that. You know? Great point. I mean, what are we going to be talking about? Him going for it again inside the 10? I mean, it's a great point. Yeah. There's no guarantee yeah. you're getting a, a touchdown on that drive. And, yeah, should no. the ball have been caught? Yeah. It was, it was a good enough pass. It should have been caught. But that's neither here nor there. They didn't execute it. I understand that. But I, I still am, you know, very against that. I think that really changed the entire game. I think that they win that game if they just kick the field goal there. And and, and, and look at the momentum switch. If they kick that field goal. Sorry, you know, I understand the Dan Campbell thing. And you know me, I liked him when we had him, and I thought we should have gave him a shot to be the regular coach. You know how I tell the time, you know. But how do you go in the locker room after that loss and say, you know, this could have been our best shot? <laughs> okay, then leave then. Then quit. <laughs> Your best yeah, I, I mean, I, you, I don't, you feel that you can't tell, you can't tell the team that, you know. Yeah, I don't know whether it's in shock or, or what. Listen, I'm not a Lions fan, but I don't know if you could have a more devastating defeat than that. I mean, that is rough. Seventeen. Uh, listen, I guess the Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl is worse, but I mean, you're That's you're seventeen up, uh, you know, and then you know to have that turn like that. Um, you know, you gotta just ask yourself who 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 doesn't like Eminem, man? <laughs> it's just it's really something else. It really was somebody right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean that that is rough, right? I, I, who did he yeah. piss off, right? I mean that that's a bad one. That's a, that's well, pretty at least, bad. At least we're not- 
at least we don't have to see a picture of Eminem's uh, spaghetti place that they put spaghetti and meatballs in a Chinese box. At least I don't have to see that anymore. <laughs> no, but you'll get the booby prize. You'll see Taylor Swift 150 times, oh, which I know you enjoy. Uh, I don't I think people at home oh, realize, yeah. you know, what a Swifty you really minute. are. So, oh, uh, you know, you'll, you'll get that. So, um, you, yeah, know. you know, you know, like, you know, you know, the $99,000 question with Cramden, when they go name that tune, you know, or it's like, you know, Swanee River and they go, who, who wrote that? I couldn't tell you one Taylor Swift song. I, I think you can play 10 of them and mix them in. And I wouldn't be able to point one out. I don't know one. So there you go. That's as better Swifty as I get. <laughs> yeah. well, I guess all the albums you got at the house are just for show. Then we'll go with that. <laughs> Yeah, go find one. Bring Jacques, bring, bring us Leroy Neiman, whatever you do. Letter Nimoy. Search him. You've given about ten right. references that maybe 2% right. of our listeners even picked up on, so I'm just going to Well, you were 1%. So you you, took, the jo- you, you took the joke, you took the joke, and you brought it to areas that I don't even know if I'm going to be able to bring you back before the first break. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, so so San Francisco, you know, uh, holds on. Uh, obviously, they come back, and and you know they, you know, another team that you, you've seen there. What's the positives of that? You know, positives are that I guess is uh, you got a team now that could could join the New England Patriots in their six Super Bowls. So they could uh, uh, put that if you're if you're really looking for something from a Dolphin perspective. Uh, you got, I guess, uh, you know, a team now, Mr. Irrelevant, first time ever will be starting a Super Bowl. So uh, there's that storyline, and, and obviously a Marino fan. That's why he wears 13. He's, that's his idol. So you got that. Um, you know, it, it, it's the kind of thing, like, uh, I guess as you watch these games, you know, and I said last week, there's always a melancholy feel because, you know, you're, you're, you're not in it. And then I say to myself, you know, where do the Dolphins fit in, you know, with this? And, you know, this year, I, I don't know. I was kind of torn with it. I kind of see I kind of see a discrepancy. I almost see, you know, uh, them as uh, maybe not you know, where they would need to be. But it, it's hard to gauge that because, um, you know, it, it, the way things ended and, and all that. And um, when we switch to the AFC part of this now, uh, you know, you have the Kansas City Chiefs who have been doing everything on the road. Um, they went through Buffalo. And, you know, I asked myself then, you know, where do the Dolphins fit in with this? Uh, you know, they, it, it, they basically say that the Kansas City Chiefs now have, uh, you know, uh, went through Buffalo in a tough game, and then and then uh, went through Baltimore in a, a tough game. And the reason why I bring this up is because they just completely ignored the fact that they played the Dolphins. I mean, it was almost like that was their week off, you know? Yeah, they had two buys. <laughs> two buys. They had two buys, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it just goes to show, you know, the respect uh, once again around the league. I, they don't even mention the Dolphin game. Did you notice that? They didn't even mention heard, it when they talk about this great run. I heard it once. I heard it once yesterday. I heard it once. I did hear it once. They mentioned, you know, they did beat the Dolphins at home when it was frigid. They showed it for like a, a eighth of a second, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you yeah, know, I mean, I, though, like, but. You know, we're never involved in this time of year, but we're always in the news, though, aren't we? Uh-huh. <laughs> Every freaking year, right? 
It's always it's always a three ring circus down there. Never for good. You know? Yeah, never for good. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean it certainly is never for good, and uh, you know that's what happens when you just fizzle out or you're not involved with this. Uh, it, it's kind of yeah. crazy. Um, you know, you you look at that team, and uh, you know now you have a Kansas City Chiefs team that is now in four of the last five Super Bowls. Patrick Mahomes yeah. has etched his you know place in in. in Destiny, and, and it's just a matter of where that will continue to go. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And Andy Reid now, you know, four of the last five Super Bowls, the one thing that's coming out of this is Andy Reid is definitely tarnished Bill Belichick a little bit. I've already heard it during the year, and now you have, you know, the argument of where he fits in as far as the best coach of this generation or this time period because yes Belichick has six Super Bowls I understand that there's a lot of scandals that came with that and there's also a lot of the last few years and where he ends up with and then you know he had the Brady factor of which you know uh, is going to be considered so this guy has definitely closed the gap there Um, you know I'm not saying one way or another where he passed it but he definitely has brought a new um, I guess talking point, you know, when it comes to the Bill Belichick thing, and you know, you have this team, Rich, that um, you know has been there so many times now. Uh, so, uh, you know, they obviously know how to play this game, and you know they're going to bring that. You know, they're going to compete. Maybe that has a lot to what you said earlier with the Detroit Lions being there against a team like this. Um, you know, where that would have been one-sided. Um, you know, I, I don't know where you come on that, but, you know, the San Francisco 49ers yeah, obviously have well, played them before. You know, it's just, the thing that bugs me is, like, you know, you know, when you have a quarterback situation, like, you know, look, Purdy's okay. He's a good quarterback. But, you know, Mahomes is the best in the league. It's, it's a big gap between the two. That's that's what bugs me about the game. You know what I mean? That's That's the biggest disparity I say, you know? Bugs you in what oh, yeah. sense? Like it just bugs. Well, like, I understand you know, what like, you're saying. But Purdy could, like you know, you know, you know, really be terrible in that game to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you've seen you good quarterbacks be terrible too. Oh, I have. I no question about it. But usually, when you get a disparity as as large as that, you know, Mister Relevant, and the guy's had an unbelievable start to his career. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. But when you have a big gap in between two guys, it usually goes the other way. You know, that's yeah. all. Yeah, it usually does. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, like what Trent Dilfer won, he beat, he beat Collins. I mean, it wasn't even beat like a great quarterback. You know what I mean? Right. When bad quarterbacks right. have won, they really didn't conquer the monster. You know what I mean? Well, Rippin', Rippin beat Kelly. I mean, yeah, I don't know how much, Ripper, you know. Ripper had a good year that year, too, though. You know what I mean? Ripper was playing lights out. I, I, I understand yeah. what you're saying. But was Kelly Kelly at that point, then? Um, you know, I think so. Not really. Well, yeah? Well, Kelly I, was one of the was, – was regarded as one of the best quarterbacks in the league at that point. In 1991? 
Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, though. I'm not. I'm not going against yeah. what you're saying because I think I, I don't like the way Purdy has necessarily been playing, and I think that you know he can. I could see him having a very rough Super Bowl. I can see that happening. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to, but I can see but that I, I happening. Keep him getting rattled. Look, I gave him a pass when it was raining two weeks ago, but the first yeah. half yesterday he didn't play well. You know. No, he didn't, and uh, and he did seem to get in gear for the second half of that game and made some big yeah. plays. So we we don't know what's going to show up, right? We certainly don't know sure. what's going to show up. Um, but yeah, I understand what you're saying there. I mean, uh, Pete and Manning played against, you know, a, a, a Bears team with Rex yeah. Grossman that should have been forty-two nothing. What you're saying, and it wasn't. I mean, yes, Grossman really didn't do much, but it wasn't like this lopsided game, so there's that. Um, yeah. I mean, there have been, you know, there have been, I guess, some mismatches that, you know, you could say, you know, went the other way. But um, there's been, you know, some L.A. eggs for sure, right? Um, I mean, there's been some really good quarterbacks that, for whatever reason, have had tough I days. Mean, Kelly, Kelly lost to Hostetler, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. If you see, so I guess that, it depends how you look at that, right? I mean, because yeah. um, Kelly didn't have an awful day. There, that just happened to be a very solid, balanced team. Um, so you know, I mean, you you could just look at it from the quarterback ma- matchup, maybe. And, uh, you know, I don't know. What would have changed? I mean, Jared Goff had been there before. Uh, You know, you kind of feel for him. He's been playing unbelievable. Rich, how about this? This is what dawned on me when this was all going on. I said to myself, who would have thought back a few years ago when they made this Stafford trade and they shipped Jared Goff to Siberia, basically? I mean, this right. team was yeah. dreadful. And at the very yep. least, everybody said, well, you know, unfortunately, he'll have to be the guy that's there for a couple years until they can rebuild and he'll be gone. Yeah, right. Who would have yep. thought this guy was, you know, uh, basically a step away from going to the Super Bowl with this Lions team? I mean, that that's insane yep. to me. It really is. And uh-huh. I do feel for him there. Yeah, I feel sorry for him. I, you know, you know me, I didn't feel sorry for any Bills fans two weeks ago, but I saw a couple of Lions fans that made the trip that were, like, yeah. emotionally distressed. And I, yeah. I kind of felt bad for them, you know. Yeah. It's rough, man. You know? This was a rough yeah. one. It really was. And, and you know, and not to beat a dead horse, but up 17 at half. And yeah. forget whether you think you should go for that or not. Just think of this. Still could have been up 17 almost at the end of three. <laughs> And it yeah, had, that is, you know, so stupid. Make, it's so makes stupid. things really, really tough. You know, uh, All right, we you go, know, yeah. What were they doing? Like, what, you know, what, what? Who went for it on their own third? Oh yeah, the the Ravens at the end, right? They, they didn't they go for fourth and seven from their own thirty, and it would have they would have basically handed the game over at that point. Yeah, it's a little yeah, different though at that point, I guess, because. I think, I got I, it, but I'm looking. I'm like, are you insane? You have all this time left. You didn't need to do that. Then. There wasn't I mean, that much time, though. There wasn't that much time at that point. Well, that wasn't. Well, all right. Hold, hold that though. Let's take a quick break. We're coming back. We'll talk about the Ravens game right after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near, and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer. 
you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. This is Paul Warfield, and you are listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Dolphins Legends show. You got Pat and Rich coming at you. And uh, just a reminder, you can go right to iTunes uh, and subscribe to our show and get it delivered right onto your phone. And uh, you can catch any back episodes uh, that you need to there as well. Send us any questions or comments. Pacatello show at yahoo.com. So, right before the break, Rich, you had about brought up uh, the Ravens going for that. And yeah, uh, fourth down, uh, it was eight, eight minutes and 47 seconds left in the game when they did that. And that's obviously a very different situation. Uh, they were down a couple scores there. So, um, yeah, you could punt there. Um, it's going to definitely uh, put you in a situation, you know, and I guess. Uh, 
uh, you know, they went for that, um, basically putting the game on the line um, and, and were able to get it. So I can see some argument there, um, but it, it is it is different, you know, than what we were talking about, certainly. Uh, it's, in the Lions game. it's just another, it's another, like, one of those analytic crazy things, you know what I mean? I saw one of them yesterday, Pat. They said on the on the Detroit one that he said the analytics of going for it was ninety point six percent, but not going for it was ninety point three. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what that means. That's ridiculous. These analytics are ridiculous. Like Kittle said, yeah. I mean, where's yeah. momentum fit into this? You know, um, yeah. you know, it's it, it's kind of crazy. Um, so, so you're saying the analytics uh, said to go for this Ravens one or not to go for it yeah. or what? The Ravens one, they didn't ever even mention that. I don't know. I oh, think okay. that's just idiotic. I mean, you, because if you miss it, it, it the game's over. You're conceding the game in almost 10 minutes on the clock. You know, I mean, but I don't know. Two things. They, don't these think they, are, a, they didn't get a touchdown there anyway, right? They didn't score there, I don't think. Well, I think that might have been the Flowers drive. Was that the was Flowers or no? Yeah. No, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. I, I, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe the Flowers one was before that, actually. I think it was before that. Yeah, it was before that because the Flowers won, you know. I, I mean, that's where the game changes. Uh, two things on this, i got to say. First off, let's not forget Zay Flowers uh, with the huge pass play, and then you get the taunting call, which basically takes yeah. that out of the mix. If you Take get the, the touchdown, yeah. if you get the touchdown, it's irrelevant. You scored a touchdown, you want to taunt, right. it doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect anything. No. You're kicking off. Just kick off. Big deal. But yeah, the exactly. fact that you don't score there changes everything. Yeah. Oh, and terrible. that's a perfect example. Yeah. That that was ridiculous. And then Getty punches the bench and busts his hand open and he's right. And, that, and that comes after, uh, that, yeah, that comes yeah. after the next play where he's going in for the touchdown, which you yeah. got to believe he goes in there. I think the Ravens are winning that game. And then he Probably. coughs it up, changes everything, and then, like you said, has the tantrum on the bench and cuts his finger open. And uh, I'll tell you, just just a crazy course of events in these two games. But that one, uh, you know, uh, especially there. And when I analyze this game, I mean, let's face it, the Ravens' defense in the second half was shut down. They They shut them down. You couldn't have asked for more opportunities for the Baltimore Ravens in the second half. I mean, they had every opportunity that you could imagine, including up to the end of that game. They just kept getting more and more opportunities after shooting themselves in the foot. Could not do anything. Lamar Jackson certainly did not have a stellar game. You know, he was he was off. Oh. He did not have a great game. But more so than that, I thought that Jim Harbaugh did not do a great jo- uh, job of uh, – John Harbaugh did not do a great job of coaching that game, especially in the second half. Well, look at, look at all the undisciplined, you know, you know, penalties they had. You know, it was Van Noy. It was uh... – it was cloudy, you know. It was it was flowers. Yeah. I mean, how many penalties do they have for unsportsmanlike conduct? I mean, that's that's disgraceful in a championship game. It is, but I thought his game plan was. Uh, I don't think he made any adjustments in the second half either. No, I mean, it just it's seemed not, like he had no not. answer. Like he didn't adjust and at I all. Got to give a nod to Spagnola for like screwing them up. You know, more than a nod. And I know you're not a fan of his, yeah. and I'm like on the no. fence. Fantastic job. Steve Spagnuolo, you job. have to really hand it to him. Yep. What a great job he did. Absolutely yep. right. And, you know, um, when you look at the uh, the way that that transpired, you have a Ravens team that's got the best running game in football. 
and they, they really didn't even utilize it at all. No. Both sides, like you know, they they both halves. I mean, they have the best running game. They're the most physical team in the NFL, and they well, really, really the utilize that. Really, from the quarterback, right? It's they don't really have a great running game besides him, do they? No, they have the best running game in football. No, forget Lamar really? Jackson. They have the best really? running game in football, and they didn't even wow. utilize it. Statistically, they had the best running game in football, and they did not utilize it at all. And you know you got you got to question that a little bit. Like I I, I yeah. don't know. I'm, I mean I I think that I think that they try too much to like stay in in a different zone instead of just Lamar Jackson. To me, doesn't look like he's thinking too much. They don't let him just play. I think they'd be better off just letting him do his thing and stop trying to turn him into something and just let him do his thing. I think it would have created a lot of a lot more opportunities. Uh, you could see that they, they you know they're kind of restricting that, and I thought that you know the um, the big plays that we talked about. Uh, you know, we're just too much to overcome things like that. And, you know, the second half of that game, uh, you know, opportunities you could not ask for anymore. It's not like the Chiefs came out there and really did anything. I mean, uh, offensively, you know, they they didn't score. I don't think they scored a point. So, yeah, I mean, that's what it – and you know how I talked earlier, Rich, about, like, the Dolphins and – yeah, I just this year you just kind of put them in both games there, and I don't know. Like you see the Dolphins competing, like like you know the Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills did. You know, I don't know. These teams just seem to have a different intensity in these big games that I haven't seen, like with the Dolphins. I mean, obviously no, we know they didn't. It. And, then, and, and then you read into like you know what was going on behind the scenes with the coaching staff. You know what I mean, like how Fangio alienated everybody and all this other crap. Is there any year that we don't have something like this going on? It's, it's unbelievable. Different regimes in the same crap, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, so, uh, you know, uh, the big story, which we're going to get into now, is the Miami Dolphins, uh, since we went on the air last week, uh, we have uh, an opening at defensive coordinator as Vic Fangio and the Miami Dolphins have come to a a mutual agreement, and Vic Fangio is gone. Uh, Me and Rich uh, have a little bit of insight into that, and and basically, uh, you know, this kind of came out of nowhere, um, but I think it stems back to what we we talked about last year when Fangio was hired, and if you remember, um, there was uh, he was he was hired, but then he wasn't, and then uh, and then all of a sudden it's not official, and, and it's a verbal agreement, and and we thought that we had him, didn't have him, and then ultimately we wound up getting him after a week or so, two weeks. Um, and I think that you know what I've put together and, is that I think they had a verbal agreement, but I think he wanted to go to Philadelphia, and then uh, uh, there was that tampering investigation uh, with their defensive coordinator who wound up taking the job at Arizona, and so I think that held it up, and then he wound up uh, just taking the Dolphin job, but I don't think he really wanted it necessarily, and now uh, he <laughs> wants to be close to his family in Philadelphia, and, uh, you know, my first thought, and I said to you, Rich, is, you know, you're the highest paid coordinator in the history of the <laughs> league. I mean, you know, and, you know how bad yeah, could it be for eight months, right? Yeah. Right? I, I don't like I my mean, family that much. You know? 
<laughs> you gonna return any of that check, Nick? <laughs> any of that check? Are you out the door? If you want to come see me, I can send him a plane ticket. You know, yeah, right? it's not that big of a nah. deal. You know, I, I thought it was a little, you know, yeah, a little bizarre there. Like you weren't, you know, you weren't in prison there. I mean, you basically got paid more yeah. than anybody's ever been paid, and uh, you know, and I thought the defense better at times, but really when I settled it all down, kind of the same. You know, I always stopping short in big well, games. And didn't you read that, 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 that it takes two years to learn a Vic Fangio defense? So this was the year that we're not going to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that may or may not be true. I know you have a lot of insight on the players and stuff like that, so let me turn the mic over to you. You can uh, let everybody know what's been going on as far as the players speaking out on them and, and all that. Well, they had a balloon release, it seems, that when they got rid of them. They, the players didn't like them. The assistant coaches didn't like them. I mean, I, the assistant coaches like he wouldn't let anybody speak. Did you hear this one? <laughs> no, go ahead. They wanted one, one voice in the room, and they wouldn't let any of the assistant coaches speak or, like, you know, add to, like, the game plan or whatever. I mean, this guy it must have been a treat working for this guy, you know? <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I know we're going to the lunch menu with this guy. I'll tell you that right now. You know? <laughs> and then you got so Javon Holland. <laughs> Javon Holland uh, and uh, – <laughs> you had uh, 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 Jalen Ramsey, I know, and, and, and coming out against him, and then Cam Smith, your boy, uh, saying that he's yeah. <laughs> finally free. He's out of prison yeah. now. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> an emoji of an unlock padlock. <laughs> <laughs> you know what surprised me the most, though, is is the fan sentiment and how everybody is so glad that he's gone. Like, I didn't expect that. You know, I didn't expect the players either, but I certainly didn't expect how many people are so glad he's gone. I didn't really expect that. (laughs) You know who's really happy? Our special teams coach took the heat off of him. Yeah, took the heat off of him. That's true. That's true. I think you survived it. Yeah, yeah, I think you survived now, right? <laughs> you got it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Something like that will probably help him keep his job. Um, you know, the big name to that, you know, that's floating around is Brandon Staley, your boy from from the Chargers. He's the most, he's the hottest defensive uh, coordinator uh, commodity that's out there right now. He's uh, Dolphin interview, Packers interview, and uh, so he's he's doing the whole rounds of. Uh, there's one more team too. It was the Packers, the Dolphins, and um, another really, really uh, Rams and the Rams. The Rams. And uh, so you know what this basically shows to me is that um, you know it's that Shanahan staff. I, there must be yeah. a connection there to this guy because all the Shanahan guys. Right are going after him, yeah, so there must be. No question. Yeah, yeah, and and so uh, you know, so there's that, and then Anthony Campanelli, you said, uh, also I guess is somebody in the running. Um, I, w- which direction you want to see this defense go? Uh, I mean, there's going to be changes on that defense. We know that. Um, there's veterans that are going to be gone. There's injuries that are you know coming back, and now you got sure. Bradley Chubb who was yeah. taken just because of Fangio. You gave this guy this yeah. gigantic contract because of Fangio, basically. Is he going to Philadelphia? <laughs> can, can he it be part be. of the mutual part? <laughs> can you part mutual ways with him, too? Not, not, with, that, not with that contract. No, not going no. 
I know. And I heard they're yeah. bringing in Leslie Frazier, too, for an interview. Yeah, I mean, Leslie Frazier, I would imagine, is going to have his pick, you know, so he's going to be another guy that's that's going to have, you know, he's going to be a tough get, I would think. Um, so... You, do you want a name like that? I guess is my question. Is a would you rather get another name like that, uh, Staley, uh, uh, Frazier, um, or somebody you know of a high echelon coordinator was, like I that? Know Staley won the Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator, but was Staley really the reason that defense was that great? It was really who, who was Staley. He, who was he with? The Rams. He won the Super Bowl with them. He was their defensive coordinator when they won. I thought it was Phil. Yeah, and, and, yeah and, and, I thought no, it was Wade Phil. It was Wade Phillips. The white yeah. that he was on that staff then, right? If I maybe, but he wasn't the defense coordinator. No way. Was he, he really? On that staff then. Yeah, I think he was on that staff. I'm almost positive. Right. Because no, I, I believe he was on the staff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I would imagine it? he had to be on. So, yeah. You know, I, I think you're right, but I'm. I thought it was Wade yeah. Phillips that was their defense coordinator, but maybe not. Yeah, maybe he was the one on the one they lost. It could be. Let me see. So, so if you got, if you got him, um, would that be like the guy that you would want to go after? I mean, you have. I I really never. I didn't even. I gotta be honest with you. I didn't even realize he was a defensive coordinator before he had that job. You know what I mean? I never really. He was with the Broncos at nineteen, so he was basically right. He was with. He had to be with McDaniel there. He was only with the Rams for one no, year. McDaniel, no, McDaniel was a ball boy there. McDaniel was only a ball boy in, there. In 2019? He wasn't there in 19. He wasn't there no, in 19, there. McDaniel. No? Okay. So in 2020, but, what did the Rams do? In 2020? Yeah. That, that, that's the year after the Super Bowl that they lost. He was only a defensive coordinator for one year when he got the job. What year was he that? He was an outside linebacker's coach in 2020. He was outside linebacker's linebacker coach with the Broncos in 2019. And then, then you you got me there because neither one of those teams succeeded. Yeah. Neither neither yeah. one of those teams succeeded in any way. I think in 2019, like you said, the Rams yeah. were actually in the Super Bowl and that and lost. And then in 2020, uh, certainly not. The Rams weren't there. And then when he and the Rams obviously wound up winning two in 22. So I don't know. I mean, you got me there. Yeah, like listen, he's not. Listen, he, he, re, he replaced Wade Phillips in 2020. Yeah. In his only year as a coordinator, Staley helped yeah. guide the Rams' defense to first in points and total yards allowed, positioning himself as a head coaching candidate, and he got the Chargers job. Well, that's weird, right? Yeah, that is weird. So you were not linebacker coach to head coach in two years. Yeah. So what do I win? I didn't phrase it in the form of a question, but did I get so anything? Guess what? No, no, the question is, yeah, you want to know if I want him or not. The answer is no. Let me rephrase my question. Um, yeah. not, not necessarily him, because I know you don't really like him anyway, and now you certainly don't like no. him. Uh, um, do you want another name, Coach, is what I mean, or do you want somebody uh, promoted internally? Uh, you know, how do you judge one of the guys internally? Uh, you know what I mean? If you're not there every day and see what this guy is about, uh, what, you're going to have Anthony Campanelli because he made a few nice quotes on hard knocks? I, I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Yeah, how can you yeah I do know, know what you mean. He's be a good 
I don't no, know. I, I do know what I you mean, and, and I don't know what his defensive philosophy is. I don't know if it's going to work or not. You know, I mean, it, it, it gun to my head, I'd rot Leslie Frazier over him because you yeah. see, Leslie Frazier's defenses are very good. You know, yeah, me but too. And I also to think that there's a learning curve. I think there's a learning yes, curve, 100%. and I don't think we right. can afford a learning curve right now. <laughs> I really don't, Rich. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, thirty years that hasn't worked out. If yeah, you look at this team right now, you know, yeah. uh, this isn't Bill Belichick coming out of the ranks, no. you know? I, I no. just, I really would be concerned about that, of having a learning yeah. curve for a first-year defensive coordinator on a team that's yeah. basically at the precipice. It's kind of make yeah. or break. You're getting close to it. And this is yeah. a team that's super talented. It's the most talented it's been in decades. And I don't really want to risk that right now. I mean, I really would want somebody that's going to be bona fide to come on in and, you know, do it. And, yeah, I'd sign up for Leslie Frazier right now. But like I said, I think he's a tough get, and I think he's going to have a lot of opportunities and offers. And I also heard his name, you know, for another head coaching job. So, um, yeah, if I could get him, I would definitely want him. I just don't know if that's somebody, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, uh, let's take another quick break. Um, Come on back and talk about the other openings coming around. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
you know, uh, but it, it's it's very strange that they jumped at Raheem Morris that quick, which in itself is a surprise. I mean, he he I think he was there, or he was an interim, and did not fare well when he was an interim, um, which you know was a very surprise hire for me, uh, if you will, when it came to that. Um, so I, I don't know. I think I think the Raheem Morris thing. I think it relates to what we talked about earlier. He's part of that Shanahan staff, and I think that all these Shanahan guys are the the basically the hot the, you know, the, 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 the hot commodity, the talk of the league. We have one of them. And, I mean, they're all yeah. successful. They're all doing well, from McVeigh, you know, to um, to McDaniel. Uh, you know, Lafour, you know, and, and, and I guess he was one of the guys that was there. And so, um, you know, I, I think that really helped him a lot. But, uh, and of course, Shanahan. But I don't think that um, the Belichick thing, when you look around now, I mean, listen, you, you, we may get our wish here. I don't know, one year out. I think there's some good opportunities that are going to surface next year. I think there were some good opportunities this year that didn't come to fruition. Cowboys, Eagles. So, you know, the best spot was the Chargers. Harbaugh got that. Um, Does this close the door for a guy who's 70-plus years old and now sitting out another year? Or does he have the opportunity next year to jump in with one of these big teams and take a stab at it? Do you see that know. happening next year? I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't really see him sitting out a year and then coming back at 25. I, I don't say it. And I know that's been floated out there. He's waiting for the right move. I don't know. I think, you know, at his age, you sit out a year, you're kind of done. Wouldn't you think? With the exception. Well, twofold. First off, let Unless me reiterate again. Comes back. Yeah. Well, let me reiterate again. I don't think there was many takers for Bill Belichick. I don't think we yes, could stretch that, that enough. Yeah. I heard there was one other team that flirted with him. I don't know who it was. But there was one other team that put feelers out, and but I don't know who it was. And then, of course, there was the Atlanta Falcons, who on the surface you would think, like, really? We, we talked last week, and we said, really, a second interview? Like, really? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you joked at that. And you were right. Like, you, you had the Washington rumors a few weeks ago. It didn't even seem like they gave it a shot. Right? No, the Washington, well, even more than a few weeks ago. I, I said yeah. probably, like, around week 10, I thought that Washington was a landing spot for him. But it doesn't appear that that's the direction they're going in. They got the new owner. It right. does not appear that that's the direction that they are going in. So, um you know, I I don't know if you take him out of the mix this year, then I think it only comes down to a few rare opportunities. I don't think he takes over a team to start from scratch. It's basically, do you then take, you know, a cowboy job, which if you're looking for power, you're not getting it there. You're not, you know, you may not have a GM to contend with, but you got Jerry Jones to contend with, and that's going to be even harder for you because that's, you know, that's where the buck stops. He, you know, he's the guy in control there. And then if you look at Philadelphia, yeah, maybe, I maybe, but um, I don't know. I don't think that's a given. 
Uh, and of course, there's going to be more teams that open up next year, you know. But you have other good coaches too. Vrabel's going to be back in this league. You know that. He'll be back next year. Where I don't know, but he'll be back. Yeah, he's young enough though. That's like so a guy like that could sit out a year. I could see that. But at yeah. seventy-one, I don't think he sit out a year. You know. Yeah, I know. That's you know, what I'm saying like all his entourage is going to be somewhere too. You know. Well, not all his entourage. Let's be, not, not, not Matt Patricia. I got you there. Well, that is his entourage. I mean, what's his entourage? It's 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 uh, you know, uh, it, it's um, you know, yeah. Patricia, like you said, and uh, and McDaniel. um, uh, yeah, which I mean, you know, the two kids. No, I think that was an issue. <laughs> but, they, but you know how you can judge this thing? I think. You could judge it a little bit by whether or not those two kids take the job offered to them by Mayo. Well, I, they didn't say no. No, they didn't say no. Which also leads them to believe I don't think they know what's going on. And I don't think the Waters... Job I ever turned down? <laughs> what's that? Is that going to tell you about every job I turned down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to style. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> this, this, there's people, there's people somewhere in Alabama right now going, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have any in Alabama listening to us. Uh, I would worry about it. <laughs> I'd be so, so surprised. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think that uh, you have to, like, factor that into a degree. I don't think the waters were really uh, receptive to him. Which is shocking. Yeah. It's a little bit shocking. Um, yeah, I don't think ten teams like you know knocking his door down. I really do. Well, well, you know, here's what I want to go off on because I know you do this all the time. But listen to me, okay? For once and for yeah. all, can you can you read between the lines here with the Kraft press conference? How we didn't think it was fair that for all Belichick has done to hold him up hostage when he's deserved the right to be a free agent and do what he wants to do. No. You felt it out and you had no feelers. Nobody was offering you anything in a trade. Yeah. Nobody. Right. That's true. So let's, let's yeah, stop right. the nonsense, okay? Because I yeah. hear this all yeah. the time up there with this guy. Yeah. Every time I have to hear this. You know, we're yeah. going to do what's right, and if you have an Aaron Hernandez jersey, bring it down and we're going to trade it in. Oh, yeah? Well, what about all the stories you heard before you drafted them? Because you're just going to now, you're, you're going to offer a new jersey? I mean, you know, the PR up there that people fall for and the scandals and everything that have been coming out of that organization, it's been going on for years. This is just another example of that. It really is. I mean, obviously you see that there was no takers for him. You know? So certainly nobody's putting up draft picks. Yeah. So don't come to the stand and act like you're doing the, like you don't know that. Like you didn't put feelers out for it, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. All right. All right. You bought that line, not me. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I got to say about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, we obviously have uh, a record that, you know, is is right on the cusp there that we, we are concerned about. But also from... You know the standpoint of the changing of uh, you know of these teams. There's definitely a new direction that teams are going towards, and uh, you know 
it's it's surprising in a lot of ways when you look around and you see it's a copycat league for sure. And I also heard that analytics were a big part of this, that um, that they are so high on analytics throughout this league, and he's basically the one coach that <laughs> doesn't subscribe to the new analytics at all. He doesn't want to hear about them, and he's really not, you know, in tune with it. So, Well, I can't, I can't, I can't argue with that. You know, I don't think they work in baseball. I can't believe they have hired people in hockey to do it. I don't even understand how you possibly use it in hockey. Yeah. And football, it's just ridiculous, too, you know? So that that could be somewhat of a factor, but I really yeah. don't believe that's a, a main factor in, in why he didn't go to Atlanta. They don't. No. That's not, uh, you know, I don't get it. All right, well, let me leave you with this. Miami Dolphins are going to watch the Super Bowl at home again. Last 10 AFC champions to go, Okay. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, with the exception of one guy, Joe Burrow. That made up the entire decade. Goes Peyton, Brady, Peyton, Brady, 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 Mahomes, Mahomes, Burrows, Mahomes. So that speaks volumes in itself right there. And, uh, you know, whether or not, you know, who was the guy? Uh, you know, that's just 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 goes to show you how quarterback dominated the AFC has been when it comes to representing a team in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you really yeah. don't get any yeah. more than that. No. Three and a half Hall of Famers, really four, yeah. but let's say three and a half, right? Because Burrow's, you yeah, know, I think is going to wind did. up there. Well, he could, but he's been hurt a lot. You know, you don't. Yeah, know but either way, Rich, it's one year. Either yeah. way, that's one yeah, year. Sure. He only yeah. went one time. Three guys made up the entire I decade. I oh no, I understand. So you can take, take Bellows out yeah. of the mix. I mean, he's not really even a part yeah. of it. Yeah, sure. So that's crazy. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. But um, all right, so you know, that's what we got. It was uh, it was a strange. Championship games weekend as always, and um, you know we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what transpires uh, oh, this coming week. Obviously, McCafferty um, seemed like he took a nice shot on that neck, but that week off and everybody should be pretty healthy going into this, and we'll have time to, to talk about it. And uh, that's basically that's, what I got. I don't know if you got anything else to it. add to that. No, that's all. I guess we'll, wait. we'll predict next week. You know. Yeah, for sure. And and, yeah. and I guess those um now those two coaching spots uh you know, there's a good chance they get filled or are people waiting you think for after the um Super Bowl for any of these guys? Who's the, who's the Washington and who else? Who else is open? Um the Panthers still? Yeah. Uh is it uh well, Titans? Titans hired their guy, right? Mm-hmm. So Panthers, yep. yeah, is, is it Carolina? Let me be sure. There's one other team that has a vacancy, I believe. So, um, I, I, do they wait for uh, do they wait for these guys from Super Bowl staffs? Is that part of this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who they were talking to. Who's up for the, Who's up for the Washington job? Have they even said anything? Yeah, somebody inside is the front runner. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I had heard a name, and it's not like a and huge which, name. Did, is Bianami still on the staff? Yeah, well, I, I don't know if he's technically fired, but I haven't heard his name. It doesn't seem yeah, like he's getting that job. No way. I didn't, hear him, yeah, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear him even being interviewed for it, which yeah. is quite, quite odd, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I hadn't heard it either. So, you know, I, I, I guess it's just a matter of uh, wrapping things up because I think that they're pretty close to, to guys for both of those positions, but it's possible that they're waiting on one other guy. All right, well, we'll know more next week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Better go. Open enrollment is happening right now, New Jersey. Join the many residents who are getting quality, affordable health coverage through Get Covered New Jersey. If you need health insurance, this is the time to enroll. Get Covered New Jersey offers increased plan choices and more savings than ever. Nine in ten people get financial help for plans that include preventive care, prescriptions, emergency services, and more. And many pay $10 a month or less. Find your plan at getcovered.nj.gov. Antes de salir a disfrutar de una noche de fiesta, planifique un viaje seguro de regreso. No conduzca bajo la influencia del alcohol o drogas. Todos contamos contigo. Un mensaje de la Policía Estatal de Nueva Jersey. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.